Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. So uh, what's the what's the game plan here? <laughs> we got to get out of here. Well, I think the game plan is <laughs> we leave alive. Um, And we try not to, I don't know, kill anybody else that doesn't deserve being killed. The rat runs out and sees you running towards it and it begins making gestures. But as you barrel through the door, who do they see? Uh, They see the rat. They also see a very tall, strong, humanoid male. Like six foot four, has kind of like long, dark Greggly kind of hair, and his skin is really quite gray and mottled. Who are, who are you? Well, I've had many names. I've been called Artemis or Morn or Granger or Lee. Okay, I, no, I, okay, yeah, no, that's great. What's your name today? We've got some shit happening behind us. You may have to carry him. Who? Our new dude. Nude dude? Is he <laughs> naked too? <laughs> no. You peel out down the main road out of Blackpool, which wraps around a black lake. An explosion goes, and you turn and look back, and the city erupts and then gets sucked back into the ground. That kind of takes care of that. I mean, we still got to tell people, though, this is this is a thing that's happening. Yeah, no, no, totally, but I mean, yeah. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Maxted. That is me playing a new character you met two weeks ago. You still don't know his name. Mystery. Beefy boy. Beefy boy, let's say, <laughs> for now. Also with me, Amy Moore. That is I. This is I? It is me! Yes, and I'm playing Thea Amastasia. And Tom Laird. C'est moi. And I am playing Flint Firebeard. Ooh la la, très bien, Tom. Ah. Merci, merci. <laughs> oui, oui. <laughs> Beaucoup. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. mm. Très bien. Allons-y. <laughs> jete, jete. <laughs> what are you throwing? <laughs> These are just the like random words. Are you dancing? Oh, maybe. Yeah, grand jeté. Oh, there you go. Yeah. These are just the random words that are coming back from junior high French that are mm. yeah. Copied a lot in that class. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Michael Swanberg, wherever you are. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, where Probably won't be copying off your homework is over on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where when you're a patron, you get access to a whole bunch of really awesome content. As well, you get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Ryan Cushman. Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. And now... Russ I feel like, like Russ one-upped all our thank yous. I know, it like, was so, so sincere. It was so sweet. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> Bucket. Let's all do sincere thank yous. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan, thank you. Ryan, I, I just want to say, I think from everybody, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, let's play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, previously, <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, picks up a beer, Ooh, like, a beer, uh, yeah. a beer now. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay. 
Okay, uh, I didn't need that finger. We find our heroes, Flint, Thea, and Beefy Boy. And Guac, maybe. Yep, Guac's still there for now. And Donnie. Donnie. Don't forget about Donnie. Clip Clop and Tiny. Battle Weary. Oh, don't forget about the rat. Perseus? Rat mm-hmm. Perseus. Okay, I can remember the name of your rat that was said once. And I. I don't know if I'm impressed or disappointed with myself. <laughs> impressed. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning towards impressed. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, Call it a win. All of the characters. We've gone from two up to seven. Seven characters overnight here. That now, now I have to come up with voices for them, probably. That was a rat sound. Did your rat talk? I don't think so. Oh, Didn't you see right. Ratatouille, Russ? Sounds like Patton Oswalt. <laughs> all right. I'll work on my Patton Oswalt for next time. Okay. We'll have to figure out a way to get Perseus to talk in this episode. Okay. And I then like Patton Oswalt next time. Uh, not the actual person, just me pretending to be Patton Oswalt. Oh, but maybe Patton Oswalt. But I mean, maybe he'll hear this and he'll want to guest star as Perseus Tweet the Rat. Tweet this to Patton Oswalt. If you're tired of um, being a love interest on Will and Grace, come and join our podcast, Patton. You could be a rat again. <laughs> Big sell, big sell. Timestamp it, send it to him. Did we mention no pay? Yes, zero pay. This is pro bono. This is for the very good from the good of your heart. Mm -hmm. Because you love D and D so darn much. Love D and D. I don't know if you do, but who doesn't? No, he just seems like a super fun guy. Yeah, and he does that really good voiceover work on the Goldbergs. Sold, right? I'm convinced he should do it. Me too. All right. Well. Episode over. Send it to Pat <laughs> Perfect. Don't follow this up with anything. Okay. Well, that aside, um, you're all aboard the, the wagon and your way back to where? Waterdeep. It's always Waterdeep. It's always Waterdeep. Always Waterdeep. And we... How long have we been on the road for, Russ? Oh, years, it seems okay, like. Okay, Guac is no longer with us. She didn't oh. die. She's just now a jade serpent. Oh, I thought you were now. talking like, I mean, probably <laughs> it's probably, you know, she's probably back. Yeah. It's been a, mm-hmm. yeah, like half a day from yeah, where we I, previously I left I off. I just want her to fly. Everything's still fresh. Probably not even half a day because some of this conversation that we're going to have is going to be like, oh, probably want to have yeah, that right after. it'd be weird if we just didn't talk. Four days later. Yeah, four days later. <laughs> so, uh, you got a name yet? No, but yeah, it's probably soon thereafter. So your your call whether you keep her out or not. I'm so just gonna have anyone... a nap. Oh, sorry, nobody was jumping in, and uh, I always <laughs> talk over Carla. Go ahead with your with your Donnie uh, nap. Yeah, God, well, he's I'm so just full. I'm just gonna break the tension here. I'm just gonna have a little sleep. I've got about six cows inside of me. Was there no small voice inside you that told you to stop eating? Yeah, but then I was like, cow. I don't care what you think. I'm sorry, can you talk with the cows? Well, after a while, it kind of sounds like they're talking. It's like a fever dream. Oh, then when, like, the meat gets a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, we're going for this whole continuity thing, because we mentioned it in the other (laughs) storyline. That's right, just so much meat. Yeah. (laughs) We're not vegetarians, if you can't tell. (laughs) Oh, Oh, he's out already. I turn towards our new friend and I say, sorry about him. Oh, that, that's all right. I know how it can be when you eat a lot of meat. It's tiring. He's experienced a loss recently, and I, I think he's turned to food for comfort. Oh, well, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, is, uh, is anybody hurt? I'm, I, can, I can help with that a little if you need me to. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm a little bit banged up. It's nothing serious, but if you're doling out some healing, I'll take it. Yeah, ditto. Uh, I guess. Uh, how about? No offense to you, but how about the horse? Can I heal the horse that's still hurt? Yes, please. And then see what I've got left. I feel yeah, like yeah. it's harder to find a good vet on the road. You guys seem pretty tough. I mean, we come from hardy stock. I also how heal myself. one of the. <laughs> Tiny got healed, right? Uh, mostly. Um, yeah, Tiny had um, nine damage still. Clip Clop had six. Clip Clop has the lower surplus, though. Health okay. pool. 
So maybe I will. Can we pull the wagon to the side so that I can? Actually, I can probably do it a different way. This this healing business. Yeah, I can. Um, okay, I'm going to heal Clip Clop for six points. Perfect. So Clip Clop is healed. Describe how it looks when you heal Clip Clop, please. So I I concentrate and cast a spell, and then I you see me sort of um, slump slightly. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, just sometimes takes a little bit out of you. And then I'm I'm going to uh, try to heal Tiny up the rest of the way, too. Because how much was, was there? Nine. Why did I roll a d20? No one knows. <laughs> uh, He's critically healed. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I'll heal Tiny for five. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh, it's... Uh, it, it makes me happy. It's the only way I, I made my friend, Perseus. He was really badly injured, and I healed him, and now he's my best friend. And Perseus, like, comes out of my coat and sits up on my shoulder, and it's just, like, being just so cute. Just really very, like, embodies, like, a real Patton, a Patton Oswald kind of quality that's Aww. very endearing. Very endearing. Um, well, we know the name of your rat, but what, what's your name? Yeah, so, uh, it's, I guess I, I don't know anymore. Oh. I've, I've, I've had, I've had a lot of names and I don't really feel like I'm, I'm any of those people entirely anymore. So, Artemis, Morn, Granger, Lee, I've been all, all of those, but I think I'm, uh, I'm different now, so I'm not. I'm not entirely any of those. I can't claim any of those. So guess I'm on the lookout for, for my new name. Yeah, is this going to be a thing where just like your name will present itself to you and then you'll be like, yep, that's the one. Or would you well, like us um, to name you? Well, I mean, we're probably going to be on the road for a while. Why don't we spitball some ideas? What do you guys got? Uh, how do you feel about Sparthasius? Well... <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know how to spell it. Sounds powerful, but hard hard to yell. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's like Sparthasius, okay. get to the get to the wagon fat. It's it's hard. Yeah. Maybe something uh something short. Hmm. Something something concise. One or two syllables, you know, mm-hmm. like packs of punch, kinda gotcha. like I do. Something strong. Right. Um something with Bill. A, all right. You know what? Okay. I'm I'm not really good at naming. Uh, Flynn, why don't you give it a go? I'm just, uh, I'm gonna, ca- I'm just gonna, you, you cured our horses. The least I can do is, is take care of the rest of everybody else. And I mask cure wounds. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not super great with, uh, names either. Uh, let's, uh, hmm. Maybe, uh, like Owen. Is Owen a good name? Well, uh, what, it, I guess I don't know your guys's name. Sounds like your name's Flint. Yep, yeah, that's me. Flint Firebeard. And and you? Thea. Amastasia. Oh. Damn it. Right. Thea Amastasia, damn it. Yep, that's her name. <laughs> From the back of the wagon, you hear, Burza. <clears throat> oh, God, he knew the names of the cows. It'll only hurt for a second. Sorry, everyone uh, can heal 26. Well, I will do that then. So, Flint and, Flint and Thea, I... I think I've heard of you. Oh, maybe. We wreck shit yeah, wherever we go. <laughs> we did a few things. Well, I think I think the world owes you a great debt. So thank you for what you've done. You you mentioned having a bunch of na- how how old are you? That's a really personal well, question, Flynn. Oh my god. Well, I mean, usually people don't have multiple names that they feel they don't have a part of anymore. Well, I mean, I guess the age thing kind of ties into that. Am I 62? Am I 35? Am I 17? Am I two? I'm I'm all of those things. Well, what was the highest one you said? 62? (laughs) So are are you 62? Well, in some ways. 
Okay. Um, where are you from? Well, I mean, I'm from Waterdeep, but also somewhere along the Sword Coast and deep in the woods and up in the mountains of Baldrack. I mean, I'm kind of from everywhere, in a way. You're a very interesting fellow. Oh, well, I mean, seems like a crazy thing for one of the decimators of dragons to say. But I mean, we, we've always just been, like, I've always just been Flint. She's always just been Thea. You sound like you've been multiple people in multiple locations, and there's a lot going on there. And I'm like 125 years old or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember how old I am. Okay. Perseus climbs down onto your lap there and kind of looks up at you, like just shrugs like, they ain't getting it. And then climbs back up into your pocket. Oh, thank, thank you, Perseus. I think maybe I'm being a little bit um, unclear. Just a t- just a skosh. It's, it's. I don't. I don't get a. I haven't had a lot of chances to, just, sit and chat with folks in the last couple of years. Oh, I have a um, less personal question. Oh, that'd be great. So, you said that you were locked up because you were not willing to help with the big old Orcus undead plan. Yes. Were you sought out to help? No, no, I, uh, you know, I, I, I'd been somewhere else up, up in the, up in the mountains. And then I, I left that place and I, I was just searching for a life or friends or something. And I came into, uh, I came into that cursed town and they, they wanted me to join them. They were creating undead and Orcus and, you know, end of the world and all of these horrible things. And I wanted no part of it. And then they locked me up. Why wouldn't they just turn you into one of the undead? Well, I I mean, you said you weren't going to ask any more personal questions. And it's kind of a personal question in that. um, I guess I. I am. I am a I am a little undead oh, myself. You're just a little undead. Just a scooch of undead. Flint, you see coming up ahead of you on the path. There's a herd of goats that's covered the pathway, the road in front of you. I lean back and I go, Johnny, you hungry? No. <laughs> so just a little undead. I've never. I really hope this is. N- I'm. Very sorry for my ignorance. I've never met a partially undead person before. Yeah, I don't. I I'm. I might be the only one of me. Oh, I I hope. In many ways, I am the only one of that me. That sounds terribly lonely. Um, it is. I mean, not anymore. I have Perseus now. Yeah, and Perseus, he seems great. And he's he's great. And I've met you, nice folks, and that's that's nice. But um, it's been a hard couple years. I haven't really known how to be a whole human for a couple years. Oh gosh, I've got so many more personal questions. <sighs> uh, the wagon has come to a full stop in front of this herd of goats that is not moving currently. Can I just say, when you first said herd of goats, I thought you said herd of ghosts. And I was like, oh, how whimsical. <laughs> and we stop for them just out of respect. Like, we could yeah. go through them, but I mean, come on. Yeah. The sign yeah, says rude. ghost crossing. Yeah, sorry, goats. Um, can I get out and try to animal handle these goats to, yeah. You may. Get along, yeah, little dog. so fucking into animal handling. Totally. <laughs> it's really turning over a new leaf. That yeah, yeah. is a 22. Okay, describe to me. How you handle these animals. I hop out and I uh, make like a sound and I start clapping my hands at the goats um, nearest, like, you know, to move them in this direction that I want them to. And they do thusly. Uh, They do. One of them turns back at you and just lets out this hideous scream. Like how goats scream like people? Ah! Okay. I yell back at it. Ah! Ah! This could go on for quite a while. Trot off. 
takes a moment to clear, but pathway is clear again. I jump on the wagon. I give a gentle hia to the horses. As you kind of turn and look back, there is a goat sitting beside you, looking at you. Well, uh, hey there, little partner. <laughs> expected, ah! expected Flint to look over and be like, fuck is your problem? <laughs> Coming along for the ride? Ah! I've started the cart like we are going. It's just staring at you. I lean forward and I say, Goat buddy, we've got a we've got a dragon in the back. We have a wormling in the back. Looks to the back and then moves closer to Flint. Can I roll a perception check to see if there's anything unusual about this sure. goat? Other than the fact that it yeah. like, you know, climbed up into the And it's clearly somehow. imprinted on Flint. Um, are you like uh, you're you're actually not just like glancing at this, you're actually looking at it? Yeah, probably yeah. investigation or nature or animal handling. Any of those would probably be better than perception. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, um, let's say investigation. That is a 19. Uh, you give this goat a thorough look over, and it appears to just be a regular old goat. As you do so, it shifts closer to Flint. It's probably almost up in his lap at this point as you are looking him over. What are you going to name it? What's a good goat name? Boots. Um, I mean, you guys seemed fond of Bill. Bill. <gasps> like a Billy Owen. goat. Oh, Earlier. yeah. I think we so. got to go with that. Wait, was that your inspiration for choosing the name the first time? No. I haven't seen a oh, goat okay. in ages. Um, sorry, Bill's off the table now. Um, my Okay. No, friend. I'll accept that. I'll accept that. Bill is the perfect name for this goat. Uh, so... Uh, Flint, until something uh, happens, please add a goat companion to your character sheet named Bill. <laughs> Into it. Sometimes Russ just gives you a goat. You know what they say. Is that when in Russ extras? Where do I put that? You a goat. Put it wherever you feel it fits. <laughs> Probably extras or notes. Perfect. Hmm. Okay. Well, We're, you guys are heading to Waterdeep. Yeah, yeah, we... Is that uh, probably got a report to some kind of authority about this whole Orcus, zombie horde, abyss... Oh, yeah. ...situation? Yep. The um, Arcane mm -hmm. Brotherhood? No one corrected me, oh, yeah. so yeah. That's, <laughs> that's gotta be the one. I mean, we got multiple people we could tell about this, Guild in the Night, or uh, <clears throat> uh, all sorts of things we could tell. Which may or may not be well, any of your business, because we don't really know you that well. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, do you mind if I tag along with you for a while, though? Uh, no, not at no, all. No, yeah. I can be pretty handy in a fight. I didn't get much of a chance to show you. Maybe uh, when we pass a town, we could stop and I could pick up a few weapons. I, uh, I'm a little, little better with a weapon than I am just with the old... Uh, this, you know? Well, yeah, you uh, you demolished that one skeleton with that sword, so I believe it. Uh, speaking of which, thank you for letting me use this. Let's, uh, hopefully we'll come across a place soon I can just get my own weapons. I should give this back to you. And I hand him back what I think is just a normal sword. And I put the normal looking sword away and say, okay, but if, if, you know, if we come across something in the meantime and you need, uh, you need it again, don't hesitate to ask. I appreciate it. Thanks. How far is Blackpool from Waterdeep? Probably about three days. Okay. Yep. Well, got a goat, so things are looking right? up. So what kind of goat is this? It's a goat. Is it like a Nubian? Is it a is it a like a dwarf? Fainting. Is it a fainting goat? A oh. shaggy. 
What kind of goat do you want, Tom? Ears or no ears, Tom? Uh, definitely ears. So it's an eared goat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you picture a goat, that's the goat that it is. It's, it's white. Oh. It's got a well, beard. Oh, It's got ears. Is it a boy goat? It's a, its name's Billy. That doesn't necessarily mean I did so. say I did what? I did say it was a boy. Oh god, that dog okay. is gonna get smelly, you guys. We're in the open air. Doesn't I mean. matter. <laughs> okay. Thea knows somehow. <laughs> Don't ask because her. Because of how. all her farm That's experience. Right. She always got sent right. to the farm. She interned a goat farm. She did. See, I would have thought like sent to one of those like scared straight ranches. She got sent to like being a bad team. One of those like schools for proper children, like what it like a right, like, like a, finish a finishing school? school. She wasn't fancy mm-hmm. enough. Um, yeah. You travel for the better part of the day and uh, don't come across any more goats or uh, well, you know, livestock off in the distance, but no real uh, challenges. No, no goat. No other block. goats join the no. party. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. just the one. Um, it's getting uh, kind of late and, uh, you know, it's about the time when you would normally be setting up to camp or discuss how you want to get through the night. Usually I get through the night by rocking back and forth and silently screaming, but <laughs> I think maybe we should probably just make a camp. So, um, hey, I think there's a clearing up ahead. Maybe this is a good place for us to stop. Yeah, sure. That sounds good. I'll, uh... Get working on the firewood. Sure, just, I mean, I got this axe after all. True. Um, just let Donnie know when you're ready. He's got to start pulling his weight here. That was no pun intended because he did eat like seven cows. Six cows. You can still help light a fire. Yep. I mean, quite easily for him. Sure. Got it. Done. <laughs> Do you, uh, you guys sleep rough or you want me to set up a tent or... Usually under the stars, kind of people. Okay. They do snuggle. We if it's cold. That's nice. Yeah. And and like or you don't nice having things. bad dreams. Nice thing about having friends. Um, okay, Flint, you go off to start hacking down some wood. As you're doing so, an arrow zips by your head and impales in a tree. Uh, am I able to determine where said arrow came from? You uh, go into your, your mind palace and beautiful mind this thing. Trajectories, Excellent. numbers, like equations. Some sort of like angles, you know, arc and distance yep. and speed. and all, Velocity. All of those things happen and it, it's go, it, you can narrow it down. It cut through kind of a clearing and follow the direction of the arrow and it comes out into an open clearing within this forested area that you've pulled off the side. And you hear yelling coming from one side. You see an arrow zip by. How far away am I from my peeps? I'm going to say you got in, you know, as far as you probably were thinking that you needed to go to get the good wood. Okay. Um, so you you were in there. Got to go deep to gotta get go the good deep. wood. Got to get that <laughs> deep wood. Say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Um, so I mean, it's a it, it would be you were in you know, probably fifteen or twenty minutes in chopping up stuff. So depending on how far you okay. went. I mean, so probably out of like shouting distance. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out. Say, uh, I don't, I don't mean to cause a fuss, but you, you better stop shooting at me here pretty soon. An arrow zips by your head again. Individual who shot the arrow yells out, "Don't trust them!" Who's them? I'm by myself. Don't trust me. Don't trust you. Don't, don't trust me. You definitely see the directions that the arrows are coming now, um, and you see just the tops of heads poking up above some piles of wood and stone on either side of this clearing. There's two people. That you can see, and I, uh, I don't, I don't mean harm to anyone. I'm just grabbing firewood. But again, uh, you gotta stop shooting at me, or we're gonna have problems. Well, what if he shoots at you again? Maybe you could take care of him. Who? Who are you talking about? My, that that person over there. I can't stand up, otherwise they'll shoot me. Oh, you guys are shooting at each other. Yeah, it's a doppelganger. I'm not. You're the doppelganger. 
Oh, okay. Uh, tell you what, let's both put our bows down, and I'll be the judge of who the doppelganger is. The voice from the far side calls out and says, How do I know that he hasn't hired you to come tell me to put my bow down so he can shoot me because he's the doppelganger? Uh, my price is exorbitantly high. He can't afford me. Oh. Okay, well, you tell him to do it first, then. All right, let's both do it on the count of three. Okay. Okay. Yep. I want to see. I want to see hands up in the air, no bows. One. Make a persuasion check as you're counting. Two. Nineteen. Three. On three. You see hands up. The far side. You see the hands go up. Says fine. You see the one raise his bow hand. Uh, that's nearer to you. You can't quite see him, make him out from where you are, but you see his hand go up. Now I just see one hand from you. I want to see both hands. If I get shot, I'm coming after you. Well, if you're the only two people shooting at each other and you both have your hands in the air, no one's going to be shooting. But maybe he hired you and thought that he's trying to trick Again, me. No one can afford that- my price. <sighs> see his other hand go up. Okay, there we go. Off to a great start here, guys. Now let's stand up slowly so I can get my peepers on you. Um, as they begin to stand up, you see two exact similar dwarfs uh, dressed in traveler's clothes, uh, medium length brownish beards, just glaring at each other, looking over towards you and glaring at each other. Okay. Back at the camp. What are you two up to? Four up to, five up to. I'm probably four. getting rations I mean, the horses out. are just horsing around. I uh, Who usually, like, cooks and things on these campouts of yours? We usually take turns. We have a lot of pre, a lot of dried meats, um, well-aged cheeses. There's not a whole lot of cooking that happens, to be honest. I mean, every once in a while, Flint will, you know, catch a rabbit or something like that. I can't... I can't watch when he does it, but after it's cooked up, I can usually stomach a piece if I need to. So, speaking of, do you, does it normally take so long to get wood? I mean, he did have that very nice axe. Maybe he's likes to test it out or kind of enjoy some alone time out there. Well, you know what they say about a man and his wood. It's his best friend. Yeah, and he likes to enjoy it alone in the forest. Um. <laughs> <laughs> They're never coming to check on you, Tom. If no, that is what yeah. they say, though. That, so that's yeah, fair. that got away from me. Um, actually, no. Uh, knowing what I know about Flint, I feel like he probably got into his own head a little bit, went kind of chop happy, and could be wandering the forest. We should probably go check on him. It has been a while. Okay. Yeah. Let's go see how he's doing out there. Maybe he needs help carrying back some Maybe wood. he does, yeah. Donnie, can you stay and, and protect the horses? Yeah, you got it. I will watch. Don't nap. The, the, I will watch with a keen eye. Two eyes. Zzz. With a keen eyes. Over these horses. We, we go in through the same way we saw Flint leave. Make a survival check. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, it's oh, okay. No. It's, it's a plus four. 17. 15 for me. Both of you find uh, and follow the path, no problem. We'll cut back to Flint before you find him, though. Uh, You are standing before two dwarves that look, from what you can tell, exactly alike. They're glaring. Okay, so we've got a, you were saying a doppelganger situation here. They both at the exact same time. Yes, he is the doppelganger. Ganger. No, no, I understand the premise here. You think he's a doppelganger. He thinks you're the doppelganger. I got this. Where are you guys from? What clan? Wait, one second. Hold on here. I go over to the one on the left. I say, uh, tell me, tell me the name of your clan. Whisper it in my ear. He uh, looks at you. He says, uh, from the uh, Rock Racks uh, clan. All right. All right. Uh, do I know of a Rock Racks clan? Is that a thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, I know that, like, is it a famous dwarven clan? Uh, make a history check. Oh, I get advantage on history checks. But only when it's related to stone. Otherwise, I just get... I mean, it's rock racks. 
I mean, yeah, but is that really related to stone? <laughs> Maybe they work with uh, But I do have a plus nine, so that's a 26. Um, yeah, they're not super famous, but you, you've definitely heard of them in not the history. Not every clan can be famous. No. You, no. That's a, I just wanted to know if it was a thing I'd heard of or if it was, like, completely made up. Yep. It's okay. a thing. All right. You stay here. And mm-hmm. I shuffle over to the other dwarf and I say, okay, you tell me which clan you're from. He looks at you and says, like, he's trying to piece it together. Like the Rock Racks. Okay, Rock Racks. Okay, okay, okay. He's trying to read your face. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Do I still have the uh, axe that I recovered? The Bruner Battlehammer uh, King Axe thingamajigger? It would be... I don't know if it's on your person, but you still have have it i mean it's pretty valuable i'd probably okay. keep it with axes do you have yeah, on you perfect. jesus There's so many axes haven't <laughs> you ever seen those cartoons where it's like what you think it is and then what they actually is and they have like 80 weapons sticking <laughs> out of their bag fair enough <laughs> yep yeah. sure then yeah probably you have it on you so i i pull it out and i say uh what's uh do you happen to know what this is you see his face kind of drop and he's like that's um uh, shit, quietly quietly that's um if I'm not mistaken, an excellent lookalike of the lost axe of Bruner Battlehammer. Okay, okay, okay. What makes you think it's a lookalike? Well, because it was lost. Okay. No, that's fair. I'm just, you know, just curious. I shuffle over to the other dwarf and I say, do you, do you happen to know what this is? He too looks at it in disbelief and says, that's the he i'm i'm assuming i can't touch it but that's brunor battlehammer's axe or one that looks just like it sure 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 so it's a pretty good uh pretty good replica you're thinking uh, i mean unless you found it or were the one to have Stolen it, which makes me want to back away from you slowly. Back away from me? Oh, yeah. okay, I see. Yeah. And I, I lean forward to him, and uh, I'm going to roll a persuasion roll here, Russ, because with my belt of dwarven kind, I get advantage on persuasion checks with with dwarves. All right, tell me, tell me what you want to do, and then roll. I say, uh, you know, would you believe me if I told you this was the real axe? And you'd be honest with me if you were the doppelganger, right? <laughs> Roll your persuasion. Uh, that is a 18. I, I mean, you seem like a very trustworthy individual. And I would... I'd have it under good authority to believe you. Something tells me that this might be it. And of course, I would tell you if I was the doppelganger, but it is he that is the doppelganger. Mm. Right, 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 right. Mm. <laughs> Do I happen to know some like obscure piece of dwarven history that I can like entrap one of these two guys with? It's hard when the doppelgangers are strangers to you. Right? Like, I don't know. I don't know much about their clan. They both seem to recognize the axe. Yeah, I mean, you you toss something out and roll a history, and then that will determine if it's true or not. Hmm. All right. (laughs) I see what you've done. You've put it back on me. (laughs) Touche, fine sir, touche. Shall I open it up to the think tank here? Does anyone have any ideas? Um, at this moment, Thea and Beefy Boy, you find your way to the open clearing and you peek out and you see Flint brandishing what you recognize as uh, Brunor Battlehammer's axe, Thea, uh, to another dwarf, another dwarven male. And you see another dwarven male standing across the clearing who looks eerily similar to the one that Flint is talking to. Well, this is a weird little situation we've stumbled upon. It is. It is. I mean, I guess they could just be twins, but that seems unlikely. I don't see how we could possibly help this situation, but let's go try. 
I think I'm just going to stay here for a minute and take things in. Sure. Um, so I'm going to spend one minute observing these creatures and then I can learn information about them compared to my own. So I want to see if there is a difference between them. It's know your enemy. So I can watch them and see if they are stronger than me. Um, like, in the out-of-game thing, I can know, like, what level they are, their hit points, their uh, strength score. So I want to watch them and see if I see a difference between the two of them. Sure, we'll, we'll play it more narratively. Like, I don't feel like... I'm just That's gonna. gonna I'm gonna just help stand either way, there but I'll suss them yeah, out. Okay, I'll I'll send you something in the chat here momentarily okay. that you can use for that. Okay. Um. Okay. So you're coming up with something history as you see Thea come in as you're just kind of standing there thinking real hard about okay. history. Hmm. You guys have been standing hmm. in silence for like a while. Is everything okay? Well, it seems like we have a bit of a doppelganger situation here. He claims that one's the doppelganger, and that one claims he's the doppelganger. Weird. Hey, are dwarves, like, naturally resistant to anything, like poison or anything like that? Well, I mean, we've traveled together a long time. I feel a little insulted. You don't know that answer, but, uh, yeah, poison. They've started drinking already. All right. Fellas, I have a solution for you. It's the middle time. Hey, middle. Stuck in the middle with you guys. Nah. My favorite people. And we're back. <gasps> After we're such back. a long break. So such long. a break. We had some great fill-in episodes, though, from The End of Time and Other Bothers and The Broadswords. And if you haven't listened to them yet, go listen to those because they're equally as entertaining. So lovely. Lovely people. And they're just oh, they're the people. best. The best people. Yep. Uh, but after you do that and after you listen to this episode, you should go listen to our new show. Yeah, we have a new podcast. It just came out. It just came out. It's called Facing Fate. I was going to make a joke about one of our various other side podcasts, but no, this one's legit. It's this legit. one isn't a joke where we say... Let's make that a podcast. We actually made another podcast, and it's good. And it's an actual play still, so we don't change it up too much there. Sure. But the hook is it's a horror sci-fi thriller. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't involve you. any hooks. Uh, I mean, there's there's hooks in the background. You don't see. You don't really. Oh, okay. It's not <laughs> prevalent, right. but you see them in kind of the back scene. You know, it's okay. They, I see them in this audio medium. It's, you know, it took a long time really setting <laughs> setting the scene, okay? Describing There's going to the be hooks. a new edit, and it's just going to be like, you look around the room and see hooks, and <laughs> then hooks. it'll be the rest Small of the hooks. normal episode. Metal hooks. Hooks. Plastic hooks. Hooks. Uh, but no, Facing Fate. Season one is called Lunacorp. Each season is going to be a different story, and right now is a great time to hop on, because it's ten episodes, and it just started this week. So we've linked it down in the description where it's been linked for a while, but we've been getting ready for it. And now it's here. It's ready. And uh, and the feedback so far has just been wonderful. So thank you if you have listened to it already and told us that you, you really like it. So that's it, everybody. Please go listen to Facing Fate. Notice the hooks in the background. Um, and really just tweet Tom every time you see a hook. Sure. <laughs> yeah, please do. Now we'll get you back to the to this episode where we have a whole bunch of fun. Okay. Bye now. Bye now. Bye. Bye bye. What? And then from across. What? <laughs> All right. Come together. Come together. Uh, I'm going to. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at you. Like look at me in the eyes, and I'm gonna be able to just tell which one of you is the doppelganger. Are you ready? Oh. Okay. Yeah, she's she's really good at this, guys. Not her first doppelganger situation. Right, right, yeah. I I look at them, and I, I'm like, you know, your eyes, my eyes look at each other. And then I cast poison spray on both of them. Ah! <coughs> <coughs> Why would you, what are you doing? Well, only one of you should be resistant to that, so. Okay, roll 
damage? Yeah, I guess so. Because <laughs> they still take damage from it. I guess they do. Yeah, I mean, resistance not immune, but... Oh. Wow, poison spray's a big one. But I'm only gonna no, I'm only gonna use it as a cantrip. (laughs) But if I use it at like, and they both die, like shit. (laughs) Oh no, shit! It's three d twelve damage. Fuck. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, that's only a four, and a two. That's six. Plus a five is eleven. Okay, that's, that's pretty not good. too bad. Eleven poison damage. Who's feeling good, fellas? Well, I mean, you just sprayed us with. Yeah, uh, I did. I did. Uh, yep. Sorry. So sorry. I don't know what you're trying to gain from this because they both still take poison damage, regardless of resistance or not. It's not like their skin melts. It's a gas. Uh huh. But one should see more damage than the other. They seem exactly the same damage level. Uh, I turn to Flint and I say, sorry, totally thought that would have worked. Um, I mean, I'll admit I was very surprised. What They look to each other and they kind of, they're much closer now, obviously, because they came to get blasted in the face with poisonous gas. <laughs> yeah, they did. They're like, would you hire her? And then they start, they oh, no, he raise a hand, me. raise a hand and say, What's it with you two? And they start to uh, move towards each other to start fighting each other. Maybe we should just let them duke it out. I mean, I don't really feel like that answers the question of which one of them is the doppelganger. Oh, hold on. Oh, I get a faint aura of any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. Not magic. Ah, goddamn. All right, Russ, I figured out my... Uh, dwarven history. I'm going to ask them if they can uh, recite the oath of dwarven allegiance. Oh, it's a good one. Every dwarf knows. Every dwarf has learned this. Do I know what the dwarf... I think you do. I mean, it's not a real thing. I pledge my allegiance to the clan. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. Like we've all learned in school. All right. So go go for it there. All right. that is a 20, but it wasn't critical as far as my history check goes. Okay. You want us to say the oath of the Dwarven Clan of the Rock Racks? I mean, just the generic oh, Dwarven the generic Clan oath. One. Yeah. yeah. And then they both start up very, like, almost in cadence. We pledge the allegiance to the Clan of the Dwarves, and we are the Rock Racks, and we like to party. <laughs> the mighty, mighty and Rock Racks. <laughs> Doesn't we, matter what you say, we will beat you anyway. <laughs> and they go on. So they both know they it. Both, they both, like, yeah. Like, like they learned it together. Mm. Are you sure one of mm-hmm. them is yeah, he's a the, doppelganger? He's the doppelganger. No, he is. Are you sure you're not just twins? No. Uh, I'm going to come join this long pause. Incredible conversation Who are you? now. <laughs> That's a loaded well, question. Did you hire that one too? Okay, you guys can't afford any of us. We've been over this. You don't know what we can afford. Yeah. Hey, here's the thing. Empty your pockets. Well, I left my... Empty your pockets. Left my co- satchel. Empty up. They empty their pockets. And... Does one of them have government issued ID? Does... Yeah, is there going to be just a business card that says, I'm a doppelganger? I'm wondering, <laughs> does one have nothing in his pockets and the other one have things? Both. Empty their pockets, a few random pieces of coin. I need to know more about doppelgangers, you guys. Mm-hmm. So philosophically, are you guys just mad? They, you're, why are you fighting? It should be a compliment. Someone wants it to be exactly like you. Seems nice. Except a doppelganger sneaks into your life, murders you, and tries to take over your, your whole existence. Oh, that doesn't sound oh. good. Oh, that is bad. Yeah. What do you got going on that's worth taking over? Yeah, no, great question. Are Just, you hey. justify your, your existence? Yeah, well, I mean, I've got, you know, that big promotion coming to work. And clearly, it's next in line to the big boss, the Rock Racks. Uh-huh. Whose name is? Gwendover. Gwendover. <laughs> Gwendover Rock Rack. <laughs> Russ defaulting to a G name? It's been a while. Okay. I'm amazed. Okay. <laughs> Got anyone special at home? Well, not not right now. 
It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to rub that. it in. Jeez, would you I hire wasn't. them just to make me feel but bad? No one here is hired. Well, it's very convenient that the three has come along and you're trying to stop me from killing this doppelganger. Do you have a mom or a sibling? Someone who might know something about you. It's awfully hard for us to tell you two apart. Both of them I mean, say at the same time, they're like, yeah, we have, uh, yeah, sure. Have parents? Oh my God. I smack both of them. Ah! You guys are just twins. No. Oh, you little well, bitches. Come on. If you're trying to rob us, I swear to God, we've got a wormling back there that's probably made roasted shish kebabs out of whoever else you're working I'm not, with. I'm not trying to, I hit them again. No, Quiet. I'm not trying to rob you. I was trying to kill him. Piss me off. So you, so you were trying to kill him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's trying to kill me too. Well, no. Kind of goes both ways. Who's mom's favorite? Who was trying to kill who first? That's what I want to know. One of them kind of has this like gives a big sigh and scowls and says, which question am I answering? The who was trying to kill who first question? Well, he, I I might have tried to throw him under a wagon once or twice before. Oh, so I guess we also know the answer to the who's mom's favorite question. Yeah, probably. Not me. Yeah, no, we Not got that. Not Greg. No. Oh, Greg. No. Ah, oh, Greg. Through Dunier over there. What? His name. Through Dunier. Through Dunier, and your Thru name is Dwinier. Greg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't know if he's the favorite. Wow, so not the know, favorite. Greg. I think you may have gotten the. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't Jeez. know which of those is better or worse. I mean, That's one true. is one is more whimsical. It's true. Yes, uh, through through Dunier goes back in uh, the rock racks quite quite many years. Yes. Ah, yes, but the tale of Greg <laughs> live on. Hmm. I think you see my why I'm up against the Greg. The ballad here. of Greg. Yes. <laughs> oh dear, Sir Greg. Um. Okay, I think you guys just need to just quit it. You, Greg, you need to move somewhere else. Don't live in your brother's shadow. It's bullshit. Yeah, Greg, your make person. your own way. Why do I gotta move? We don't got to. You have the opportunity to. Right. Okay. So. Right. Stop thinking. Poor me. Poor me. Huh. Oh no, man. Okay. Hey, you gotta so make not- your own breaks in this world, Greg. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. You hear that, through veneer? Yeah. Right. See, I'm gonna go with these folks. Name. Whoa, ho. And we're going to make our own path. Oh, no. What? The the other dwarf, who you now know as through Dunair, he's like, fine. No one cares. See if anybody will cry that you don't come home. Bye. He begins walking off. All right, friends. Looks like we have some adventuring to do. You freed me from my, my hostile family. I, I turn my back while he's talking. I'm like, God, guys, I'm so sorry. This seems to happen a lot, I feel. Uh, you're just a natural born leader. People want to follow you. I think it's true. You've adopted two strays and a goat in the last 12 hours. <laughs> Three strays if you count Perseus. Oh, yeah. Well, we can't uh, forget about Perseus. Who's a Perseus? Oh, this is Perseus. And he climbs out of my pocket. Oh! Got a little rodent friend. Do you also have an animal companion with you? No, do I need one? I can no, go find one. No, it's all one. right. We're just practically a zoo already. I just wanted to get a full head count. I need a drink, and I wander back into the forest. Hey, I like to drink. Greg follows in behind you. All right, Greg, you go. Uh, we'll go grab your bow, and then you can come pick up this firewood, and we'll go. Uh, we'll get you to Waterdeep, my friend. Oh, cool! Never been to Waterdeep before. Looking forward to this. I got to carry all this firewood, well, though. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean. Oh, that seems fair. Yeah, I'm I'm along. For, I'm a team player. I help him carry the firewood. I like how I immediately hate any NPC you, you bring at us. I, I always have the same reaction. It's, oh, God damn it. <sighs> oh, fucking Greg, Greg fucking now. Fucking Greg. Greg Grancis. God damn it. <laughs> So, what's your story there, uh, friend? Do you get a... 
You got a, you guys been together a long time? Oh no. No, stray. Yeah, right. I, I just met these yeah. guys earlier. They busted me out of the pokey. Oh. <laughs> but it was okay. I mean, I helped them fight some zombies and they so got I've, I've like sucked into a portal. Traveling with and... some prisoners? Yeah, you know, pretty run of the mill stuff for us. Yeah. No, that's that's cool. Do hey. You, do you um, know who these guys are? Yeah, well, they looked very familiar, and the, his his cadence was very uh, commanding. Have you heard of Flint and that beard? And Thea? Yeah, Flint and Thea, the Decimators of Dragons, and Nulara, and and Nulara. Yeah, they're all very great saviors. Well, this is this is. Well, them. We've never run into just on the road. What do you mean this is them? That's Flint, and that's Thea. Oh, maybe I sh- maybe I shouldn't have shot at him with an arrow. I, I wasn't too worried about it. Besides, I recovered Brunor Battlehammer's battle axe. So we're good. Seriously? It's not a fake? Nah, real deal, baby. Where'd you get it's it from? Babes and babies happening. Well, uh, yeah, a little magic spell got it for me. Oh, Don't you worry about it. Wow. That's really cool. Um, okay, so I'm traveling with the people who saved the world and the prisoner. Uh, I mean, not or a, a jailbreak. We also Former saved. Prisoner. Former prisoner. Jailbird, if you will. Jailbird. It wasn't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't commit a crime. I didn't want to join an evil plot. You guys get back to the campsite and uh, drop the firewood. And he looks up at the wagon and says, "There's, there's, there's, there's um... Oh yeah, yeah, that's just Donnie. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you I worry was, about I him. I was not joking when was, I was slapping you and telling you how we had a wormling who would destroy your I, group. I thought you were being paid to say that at that point. Um. Okay, I'm just I'm gonna go get some more firewood, and uh, I'll be back in a second. I don't think he's gonna. Sure, be back. we'll be here. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's good. Good to see you guys. Uh, I'll be right back. I yell, "Be nice to your brother." I don't know what you're talking about. I'll be right back soon. Inside my um, bag of holding, I bring out a tankard of beer and many glasses. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but a horde of zombies and a disappearing city makes me want to drink. Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah, that'd be nice. Hey, Donnie, you going to like this fire, buddy? There you go. Thanks. It's lit. You got any, uh, you cooking up any good stuff? You catch any animals way out there? I throw them a piece of bread. This isn't what I was looking for. As if you're still hungry. The carbs go straight to my hips. That's what happens to all of us, Donnie. Oh. All right, well, at least it's not me. Um, and unless you specifically want to talk about anything else, Greg does not return. Hmm. What? Shocking. Weird. Uh, and the night rolls on without incident. As we fade into the next day. The song Nowhere Land is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music, sound effects, and ambience can be found at Epidemic Sound. Com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Ryan Cushman, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. To become a patron, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast where you get exclusive content, including an entire exclusive campaign, Dungeons Downtime episodes, early access to our new show Facing Fate, which kicks off January 2020, as well as a whole slew of other amazing bonus exclusive content. Visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to check it out today. Where are you from? Well, I mean, I'm from... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I looked at Russ's face. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> do you feel... Tom, do you feel like they have a secret? <laughs> yeah. That's only Remember they chatted about it last time and they were like, oh yeah, I'll see you guys later on the Skype call. We're just going to chat for a little bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, I'm good. Look, next time one of you dies, you can have secret secret meetings too. (laughs) Fine, Russ, I'll hold you that.
An arrow zips by your head again and says, the arrow doesn't say. The person oh, I thought it was a talking <laughs> arrow and I was very excited about it. <laughs> Coming in hot. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Now playing from Voyage Media. A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down, what stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci-fi... My eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls. A man's face, set inside a raging sun. The eyes started to glow. Now playing from Voyage Media, in association with Seven Lamb Productions, creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1 of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts.